This short is brought to you by Lens Protocol. On the topic of, of I guess, funding um, and being able to provide capital to early ideas and, and, and fund a team, you know, to, to help produce whatever creative endeavors they want to go on. I'm curious how you think blockchain tech will sort of impact the way we fund and distribute independent animation projects in the future. I feel like we're at the very, we're very, we're at the very beginning of that, uh, that question. Where does that, what does that look like down the line? Um, I mean, I wish I had a crystal ball and I could tell you. <laughs> Where's your crystal ball, Emily? Bring it out. <laughs> if I had it, I wouldn't share it. Um, <laughs> that everybody is trying to figure out in tandem, right? And it can only come with experimentation and trial and error. Uh, but you know, the most obvious point being the efficiency of just raising capital on the blockchain versus going, you know, a traditional route from signing documents to legal wires to or bank transfers, et cetera. And so uh, using that as a starting point, I think it's, you know, similar to the maybe a Kickstarter model, but why I personally found the Kickstarter model less interesting is because I feel like what happens is people just sort of put in, contribute some money and they get a water bottle and they right. three years to see if something happens or not. But um, and so this is kind of why should we exist? Because I was like, what if you can actually make it more interactive? Uh, and so people will feel sort of more invested and, you know, just have a higher relationship with the actual media itself. And you are finding that people are doing that. And then, you know, on top of that, you can do things like token gate discussions or, you know, I always talk about this concept of, you know, let's say hypothetically in an idealized fully on-chain future, uh, let's say you're a Star Wars fan and, um, you know, there's currently in a web two, there's, let's say discussions going on on Reddit and then there's 4chan or other forums, but they're all completely separate sites. Right. But, you know, if in the future you have some kind of system where there's like engagement tokens or something that exists on chain, then you can, you know, sort of already just with the click of a button source, all of the biggest Star Wars fans or you know, and then as a Star Wars fan, I can go on any different website and then immediately they know that I am a Star Wars fan and what I have sort of commented or contributed in the past. Um, and I feel like these are super important. And, you know, then you can extend the same idea to sites like Rotten Tomatoes or IMDb. Um, and I'll let you do your own imagining of what that kind of future looks like. It's just endless. It's just everything's building. Everything is building on top of one another. It's like very much to the DeFi uh, saying of like DeFi Legos, right? Or financial Legos of every every protocol application sort of like building on top of each other and what they've built prior. It yes. feels very much like that. And we've never really seen that uh, at scale just yet. Um, let alone like I've never really been able to contribute to, let's say like a movie like Avatar. After it's been in MIA for like seven, seven, ten years, something like that, you know, until when the first one came out, second one just came out. I loved it. I went to go see it. And I feel like my experience with a project that I actually contributed to and had a saying in its creative direction and also had some sort of financial upside in it too, would completely alter the way I feel about the brand and feel about the, the creative animation and everything in between. Um, I'm curious to understand what that looks like down the line at scale. Like, will we be going to AMC and are, are the early contributors having exclusive showings for the first week or two weeks, you know, before the rest of the public can kind of view it. And at what scale do you need to get for, for a franchise to be at that level of operation? You can tell I'm thinking very big picture here. 
yeah, I mean, these are really good questions. And I hope we do get there because I, I actually feel like it would just make the whole sort of viewing experience that much better. I mean, imagine being right now, let's say, I feel like White Lotus, for example, only started getting popular from the second season. But as somebody who started watching it from the first season, I want to be able to flex on that. But currently, other than just telling people, you know, it's, there's no really actual way to prove it. But obviously, with on-chain provenance, um, that all changes. And yeah, so when you extend further, what does that actually mean? Not only flexing to your friends, but when you're a movie distributor or something um, and being able to get that data. Mm-hmm. So that- provide customized experience for that specific set of people as a whole other Pandora's box that should be open. What's up, guys? Thank you for listening. If you've gotten this far, then you are a champ and I owe you a free listener pin. Go to adamlevy.io forward slash NFT, fill in your info, and I'll distribute the NFT towards the end of the season. By collecting your pin, you prove your contribution to the season and get exclusive access to content, allow lists, and more. So be sure to collect yours. Also, please make sure to rate and subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening. This helps me out so much. And finally, hit me up on Twitter at LevyChain. I want to hear what you're building, the latest crowdfund you're trying to complete, or if you simply want to chat. I love talking about where crypto meets the creator economy, and it's no different if it's coming from you directly. So thanks again for your support. It means the world, and I'll see you on the next episode.